right, so I'd just like to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner. And we rocking and rolling, man. I, I love, you know, just being able to sit down with so many talented folks. I love being able to sit down with people who I know, people who I don't know, friends of friends, mutuals and everything like that. So Ryan, who I'm sitting down with today, man, actually, he kind of like, he kind of put the pressure on me and he don't even realize that he did. So, so basically Ryan actually followed my podcast page like a while back. And it was just like, I was just like, yo, like who, like, I, well, at first I seen the five new fitness. So once I seen five new, so me being the bros, I was just like, all right, hold on. Like, you know, it's, it's no like rivalry or nothing like that, but, but what is like, what is going on here? But once I seen the mutual, I said, okay, it makes sense. Like I, I knew what was going on. And then I also knew um, Mecca and just everything that she had going on. But so immediately once he followed the podcast page, I just started tapping in to his to his content, to the page, to everything that he had going on. And I was just like, yo, like, this is impressive, bro. Like all frat aside, just everything aside, just from an individual to an individual, like this is really, you know, the for me I take I take the the physical fitness field and everything like that, I just approach that a little bit differently. One, because it's not my area of expertise. Two, because I know I don't know what it takes, but I watched one of my my closest friends, my one of my roommates, really study health fitness specialists and really train people and really the dedication to the craft that he had to make and really still what he does to this day to make it happen. But three, just because you know it's needed, health and wealth and physical fit, all of that is, is needed for us. And just as me, somebody who is conscious of that and always wanting to be my best self, I think about that. So obviously it... He followed me like some months back. So obviously the fact that I'm just now getting more here, I was procrastinating a little bit. I wasn't really doing what I was doing, but it's not to say that, you know, I wasn't tapped and I wasn't watching the content, but I reached out to him more recently and he was down, shot him the details, told him kind of what I had going on and everything like that. And we locked in just like that. So very excited to, you know, to be sitting down with him today and locking with him and really just, you know, hear not only his story, his start, but the progression. And I excited to get y'all to tap in with him too, just the same. So Ryan, how you doing today, my guy? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you for having me on the show, brother. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, express and, and you know explain some of the things I got going on on my page, and I appreciate the platform, man. Oh, for sure. I definitely, as much as you appreciate, you know, being here and being a part of Vision, I appreciate you because, you know, it's, it's, it's people like y'all that allow me to be 70 plus episodes and it's people like y'all that, you know, allow other people to tap in and that give me more fans and viewership and audience and things like that. So I'm yes, definitely sir. sending all of that gratitude right back at you. So for the people tapping in, for the people, obviously you're going to have some people from your side. I'm going to have some people from my side. We're going to have some people far in and few between. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then what brings you on the podcast today? Okay, uh, my name is Ryan Day. I'm 28 years old from Bertie County, North Carolina. And my transit method, I guess, to get up here on this platform is my fitness page on Instagram and everything that I do in the world of health and fitness. And uh, I named my company and my page Finu, Finu Fitness. I played on words, obviously, using my uh, fraternity. I remember Cap Alpha Psi. And basically, I got that inspiration. Originally, it kind of started out where I wanted to just post a lot of like brothers, uh, especially, you know, Kappa brothers working out and try to make it a Greek workout page. But as I kind of went through it, I, 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 got, I kept getting more questions about how did I get here? Because the people that went to high school with me and the people that see me now, they're like, bro, what did you do? How did you do it? So it turned from kind of a workout and motivation page to actual company, me training people and actually me make a little bit of money off of that. So um, it kind of it's kind of developed into a good thing, man. I, I'm really surprised that it that it happened organically like that. Got you. 
So even coming in with that mindset, coming in, you know, kind of thinking one track and thinking that you wanted to start it for this and have certain people featured and things like that. Once you saw it kind of taking that turn and once you saw it kind of, you know, you had people reaching out to you, like you said, and you saw that you have potential to expand and to really open this up to other people. What was some of like your first steps or your first orders of business, you know, to really make this an inclusive page for everyone? Well, the main thing was to incorporate content that everybody could appreciate. Um, a lot of times, guys, I feel like their problem when they can't get clients or get even love on their page is because they're doing stuff that's a little bit out of reach. I think if you make people feel like they can be a part of your journey or they can identify or relate to your journey, they'll participate in it. But if they look at me as, yo, you've had the perfect body, the perfect workout, the perfect metabolism, perfect stamina, then they're going to kind of look like, you know, I'm not like that. So you got to give people a chance to relate to you. And you can't always seem like you're, you know, the, the biggest person or the most insane person. Because sometimes people, they are, people sometimes can be hit with a little bit of, they, their confidence will be lowered by your greatness. So sometimes people that are very great have to be aware of that and bring themselves, not bring yourself down, but make yourself accessible to everybody. So the first step was kind of just learning to be humble and be accessible to people. You really started the interview off on a great point. I think that that's such an unsought after concept, like just thinking about, you know, the humility, having that, having to kind of like recognize that, yes, you can definitely hold yourself to high standards on a high pedestal, high expectations and everything like that. But you also have to recognize everybody is not at that, that point in their life. Everybody, you know, right. may come to your journey at, at this step or they may come over here or they may come at there. Something that makes me think about is when I was in high school and when I was kind of, I went to a private high school. So I went to school with these, my linemen are like 300 plus pounds and custom knee braces and six one and six two. And so we getting in the weight room, we all lifting together. I'm just like, well, like how you, how you expect me to like, you, you pairing me right. up with my right tackle. I'm a, I'm a corner wide receiver. Like, what you really want me to put up? I'm, we having to take off everything every time I get under the bar. Right. When he get on the bar, we got a triple A, quadruple A. Right. Right. You know, you lose you, you lose motivation. You lose, you get discouraged a little bit. But when you For know, sure. when you can be paired with people or when you can recognize that, yes, I'm here, I'm there. But you have no problem, you know, dumbing it down a little bit or just making things happen for people that are not there. But not to say that, you know, you can't get here, you can't be there. But I feel like if you right. just start at such a high level on such a high pedestal, it can kind of have some people like, yo, like, whoa, like what you come on, bro. I'm not it's too I'm intense, not really you know, just a little bit too intense. But if you come to people, you know, with that mindset and that makeup of, yo. We're going to make this work regardless. If, if, if I'm scaling at this amount of weight, we're going to scale you here. We're still going to do the same intensity. We're still going to do the same amount of sets and reps. We're just going to put you on a different scale. I think that that's so important, but not even just with weights and with fitness, but just with life and just with, with anything, with information, with learning a new job, with, with coming into a new role. You can't just expect me to, you know, you can't you can't be throwing things at me as if I'm, I'm in your role, as if I've been doing this for years, like you've been doing it. No, right. You have to treat me like this is day one orientation. I'm learning things. Think about when you first started. And everything that you kind of had to go through, no matter the experience or whatever, everybody has to start somewhere on a level playing field. So I think that that's such that's an important right. thing, but more importantly, you know, and your field. So thinking about physical fitness, thinking about health and everything like that as such a populist industry, as something where, you know, it's a lot of people involved, whether people are just becoming certified trainers, whether people are doing their own things, whether you have the people just eating healthy in different regimens and different, I see a challenge every month about know this and know that and just how long it can last. Did you have any kind of reservations or any drawbacks when you were kind of getting involved with your field, when you were starting Find New Fitness and everything like that? Was there anything that you really had to consider or did you really just go into this as yo? I'm Ryan. This is what I want to do to this thing. This is really how I'm going to put my own spin and my own twist on it. 
being that I came from a position where, like you said, in high school, I'm an extremely small guy. I mean, I played basketball in high school, and we kind of just had that Kevin Durant mentality of we just going to hoop. So I never really got into weights until maybe college. But I think that because I was very confident in the information that I gathered, and I knew that I would, what I was doing, and I was confident with my results, right? Your knowledge can be shown through your words, ways, and actions, and therefore your understanding can be seen. So for me, it's about doing the knowledge, right? And learning, listening, observing, respecting, all right, the craft that you're doing. And when you do that, it's like a confidence that comes about because you may not be the ideal body that you want to be at, but you know you have the correct tools that will get you there. So for me, it was more so the information that I was learning because, I mean, yeah, I was probably about, you know, I, I had a decent look for me, but I didn't have real size and all that. But it was more so the passion that drove me to look past anything that could be negative. Because if you go into it like, hey, I don't know if I'm going to do good, then you're not going to do good. You have to almost go in with an insane mentality when you do anything that, hey, I'm going to be the best at this. And then that'll start to permeate through your every, you know, through your being. And then everybody will be able to see that. Because, man, sometimes I even look at myself today and I, or I, I'll talk to my friends from my local area. And they'll be like, man, what are you doing? What's, are you taking steroids? you doing this? I'm like, bro, I appreciate the compliment. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother asked me that one day. She said, son, are all your, are all your gains natural? And I said, yo, if the fact that you said that tells me a lot. But nah, I'm not there yet. But I appreciate the compliment. It let me know that I was working. So just being confident in the information that you're using, man, that really takes the difference. Knowledge is really power. Anything that you do. So having that information really just like set the set the trail on fire for me. I feel like confidence, man, will have you sitting in rooms, being with people, being amongst others at events or just different things like that, where you may not necessarily be the the most knowledgeable in the room. You may not be the, the richest in the room. You may not even sometimes you may not even belong in the room per se, just based off of age, skill level, expertise, whatever have you. But confidence will exuberate and excel you to just different levels, bro. Confidence will have people thinking you are part of the company. Confidence will have people thinking that you've been doing this all your life, that you're taking steroids, that you know, you, you why you're not a famous, why you're not on this and that yet, why you haven't been doing this. Confidence will really, you know, but it's something that obviously is learned. It's experience. Right. It can be taught just the same. It's not everybody is not at this, this the same level, but it's not to say that just because, you know, you may start down here, you may start a little bit lower or it may just be something that you have to work on. It's not to say that you can't have that that same self-confidence, that same self-awareness as, you know, somebody who you look up to or somebody who you really derive a lot of emotion from. So I love that. And, I, you know, I just love the fact that you didn't allow sometimes some of these outsiders, some of these, you know, just the negativity that can come with, you know, branding yourself. Man, I had plenty of them. Yeah. It, it, it I remember crazy. I first started, man, it's like guys would be like, I went to college, they'd be like, bro, why you little? Like I'd be posting my little pictures flexing. Yeah. Then it's like they didn't see that those three, four years when I was building towards where I'm at. And then it's like one day all of a sudden it's like, yo, bro, what you doing? What have you been? It went from like, stop, you just not you don't even need to try to like, wow, dog. So it's like you gotta kind of ignore everyone because people are always going to say something negative you could i'm sure when you started your podcast bro somebody was like man why are you doing that oh okay man you what about this and trying to just deter you but as long as you can see the vision that's all that matters really and it was to the point where so even thinking like 
do people listen to podcasts? Like, is this something that is this the space that I was in? And then I realized, like, I'm thinking about the wrong people. I'm thinking about the wrong audience. Some, I read a post today from somebody who I follow that was basically just like, if you think that the people who are going to put you on, if you think the people who are really your true target audience and things like that are your friends or people who you know, you're sadly mistaken. Your business is really not going to grow that way. You have to be posting. You have to be recording, editing, whatever promo, however you, whatever you craft it is, you have to be doing it for the people who you don't know, for the people who you're undiscovered by yet, for the people who, if they kind of came across your page today or tomorrow, they interested, they giving you a follow, they doing some scrolls and some like and reaching out like, yo, what is that you do? How did you get that? Because your friends and your family, sometimes people just support just because it's you or they know you, they know you. Relationship that they have with you, they know that they. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of just knowing, maybe scrolling past my LB stuff, or maybe scrolling. Sometimes I don't even read stuff to its entirety. I'm, I'm gonna be very honest with you. If I just right. see that my LB posted, or if I see that he threw it up, I'm gonna vote on it, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna reshare it just off the stream from the principle. But other people, it's just like, yo, you know, some people. If a stranger is doing that, or if somebody who you don't know who just came across you, or a mutual friend or friend or whatever is doing that, it's because you know they really took some time to invest. They maybe did some reading. They was maybe on the website. Maybe they even ordered something or looking to order something or things like that. So that goes to just show that you know you never know anybody. Everybody and anybody could be a potential customer. Could be a potential audience. Could be somebody who you potentially dropping in. But if you're just trying to hit and hone in on one specific group. You're not giving yourself room to grow and learn. So in just thinking about that and thinking along like that track and that space and everything, is there anything that you feel like, you know, kind of hearing, hearing what the people had to say, hearing what the, hearing what the kind of the outsiders and the negativity and just different things like that. Did that change your approach at all to really what you wanted to do to how you wanted to do it to the vision that you, that you had for five new fitness and, and kind of where you want to push it, thinking about like even more in the future? Well, a lot of one thing that I kind of, was tag what challenge me. People would kind of want to hit me with, uh, well, hi, let me get some home workouts. Let me get some no weight workouts. Let me get some, uh, you know, workouts. And, you know, that was challenging because people don't understand the difference between training for a sport and training as a sport. And even training as a sport, you have powerlifting, Olympic lifting, and bodybuilding, right? So for me, my avenue of my medium is bodybuilding, physique, right? Physique. And I... I could care less how high you jump. I could care less how fast you run. It's about how you look in the mirror for me and what I do. So I think it was hard because a lot of people might want you to conform to the conventional way of everybody else. Everybody else giving you doing quarantine, home workouts, no weight workouts. I don't believe in that. So I'm not going to give nobody or promote anything that I truly don't believe in. So for me, I had to kind of reinvent the wheel, though. I had to kind of maybe, okay, let me do bodybuilding basics. You know, bodybuilding for beginners, stuff like that people who are novice, who haven't competed yet, who are looking to compete. Let me let me become a, a, a medium. Let me become an outlet for them to express what they might want or display those things that they might want vicariously through me. Right. So it's kind of like it helped me. I had to kind of take the criticism and like, OK, how can I reach more people? Because bodybuilding can be intimidating. I mean, you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger or somebody like that, you're like, whoa. But he had to start somewhere. You know, he had to start somewhere. And a lot of times that isn't shown. So I had to say, okay, I'll give them something that's a little more novice while sticking in my particular area, which is bodybuilding. A lot of people that train today, they're training under CrossFit methods. When I, when I look at you, you know what I mean? The way they work out, I can tell, okay, you're doing CrossFit. Very rarely people do people participate in bodybuilding. So my thing was nobody does it like that. 
that'll be a, a somewhere that'll make me unique in the world of fitness, especially in North Carolina and northeastern North Carolina. You don't see a lot of people my age promoting that. So it kind of worked out. You got to learn how to do one, two things, man. Number one, I'm going to say this. What helps me be physically conscious is my mental conscious, right? I became mentally conscious and I saved myself mentally before I saved my body, right? So as a member of the Nation of Gods and Earths, we are promoting physical health, mental health, spiritual health. So the first thing I got into health and wellness by eating in my diet first, because I understood how to have a proper diet. You know what I mean? And then from that, we, we kind of promote in our culture having physical strength, physical activity. Everybody doesn't lift weights, but they do some type of physical activity. So I already had it ingrained in my mind and my culture to do this. So it's kind of almost impossible for somebody to get me off track. And I, to, and I said that to say this, in any situation in life, you can build or destroy. You can choose to do those things. So if somebody gives you something, you have two options, right? You can build with it or you can destroy with it. What I chose to do was build, add on with the negative comments they gave me because I had to differentiate and integrate. To integrate what I needed, throw away what I didn't. And I think that concept that I already had in me allowed me to prosper more because sometimes we can get into egoism as people who are content creators. Get, I, you don't know. You don't know. People do know because they're the consumer of the content. So you do have to, to take an account for what they want. So it's about finding balance and equality in everything that we do. And that can be hard, especially when you know, like you said, that egoism, man, it can take over and you can just feel like sometimes your crab, you're just so unique to it that even as a, people don't realize that too. Yes, somebody may not. Somebody may not be a podcast or somebody may not necessarily have their own podcast. But at the same time, you're listening. You know what you want to listen for. You know, you've listened to other podcasts. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. So whereas, you know, you may not necessarily be doing the physical act. You may not be recording. You may not be behind the scenes. You may not know all the work and everything that goes into it. Like you said, you're still a consumer in a sense. You're still, you know, a part of the process. And if you don't like that, if you don't, you know, then it would be I would be, you know, self-centered to just say that, no, nah, you just, you know, maybe it's just you. Maybe it's not me. I would be self-centered to not be able to do that reflection and know that, hey, look, I'm not the perfect podcaster. Joe Budden is not the perfect podcaster. The Rogan is not the perfect podcaster. Like nobody out there, you know, is the perfect podcaster. At the end right of the about day, that. You have things that you're good at. You have things that you're not good at. And you have to recognize when you're not good at things, you either, A, you want to take some time to improve it. You either, B, you know, you take some, maybe you don't improve it, but you take a step back and realize, yo, Somebody called me out for this. Somebody said that, you know, this and that, or this could have been a little bit better, or this could have been a little better. Well, see, you do nothing at all. Ultimately, the choice is up to you. But to say that, you know, there's never any room for improvement, that the consumer is wrong. The customer is always right, man. I learned that. The, I learned that the hard way. You learn that in anything that you do, you know, in a sense. But it's also just to say that you always got to take time. You always got to take time for that reflection. You always got to take time to realize, yo, what am I really putting out? But not only what am I really putting out, how are the people receiving are they receiving it? Is it, you know, what message is it giving off? Am I really promoting what I, what I really say I am? So even just in thinking about that concept itself, so egoism, just thinking about, you know, what we put out to people, what they take back from it. For somebody, you know, who may come across the five new fitness page, for somebody who may meet you in the gym, for somebody who may meet you on the street, you know, see you wearing a hoodie or something like that and ask you about the brand, ask you about, you know, what, what is really the purpose of this? I see a lot of fitness brands. I see a lot of people promoting this and, and all of that. And, so what really now I wouldn't even say what really differentiates you from from everybody else, but for somebody wanting to know more about five new fitness, for somebody even potentially wanting to get involved with you, what do you have to say to people like that? Like what do you have to say to people who really have no idea what it is that you do? 
for me, the main thing I kind of want to get people to understand, or I want people to know, is that I'm all about being relatable, right? I'm all about achieving goals through realistic, tangible means. And I think a lot of times, even in the fitness industry especially, the ego is a big thing with trainers because a trainer will say, it's this way, you got to train. And there's multiple ways to train, right? It's multiple ways to reach somebody because everything is not all. It's more than one way to get to 10. 5 plus 5, 4 plus 6, 7 plus 3. There is more than one one way to go about it. And a lot of times, most trainers, most fitness influencers, they try to stick within their scope of information and they don't try to get everybody else's degree of understanding. What's different with me is that I'm able to train women. My, my, my very first client was my mother. My very first client was my mom. And that was a big shock because for me, I'm going in, you know, I'm an intense guy when I work out. But what training with my mother showed me was that, okay, you have to be considerate of the person's age, their health status, and their, their experience in fitness. So I, I want to say that I approach bodybuilding from a, a inclusive position. I don't just stick to what I read, what I found. I try to be, meet you in the middle, compromise. Where you're comfortable, I'm going to get comfortable. If you want to train three days a week, I'm going to give you a bodybuilding workout for three days. You know, The only thing I don't budge on is diet, though. I don't budge on diet. That's the only thing. Other than that, time, intensity, all that, we can work with it. Only thing I don't budge with is diet because that's, you know, one, two, three. You can't get past that. But I kind of just try to include everybody. I, I, a lot of times women are have been my main clients. I can't lie, which is, you know, a little they're like, oh, you but a bodybuilding trainer. But um, like I said, working with different women, different sizes and shapes, I kind of know how to approach each person. From there, from from where they're coming from. Sometimes you gotta hit them with the baby food, right? Like, do you know how to do a push up? Do you know how to do a sit up? Can you do a lunge? Then you get to guys where it's like, all right, bro, we're gonna hit supersets, we're gonna do tri-sets, you know, and they'll kind of get with it and know. So it's a little bit being, it's being adapt. I'm adaptable. Whoever you, whatever you need, I'm able to adapt to that. Got you. Adaptability is key, man, and it just goes to show that, like. With it, it, it my, what I really get from that is that you know no experience or no you know client or no problem is too big for you to solve in some way, shape, or form, bro. It's just like, like sure. you, said, you have your you have your one. I wouldn't even say you have things. You have your one thing that you talk about diet. It's clear cut, concise. I get it because then I feel like that's where people try to you know cheat the system. Oh lose. yeah, that's where you get yeah. the pullback on the diet. That's where working out is is easy for a lot of people. When you get into how to really diet to lose weight. Oh my God! That's when you get into the to the arguments or the yeah, I don't so understand. Just, what can I do this or why I gotta do it like this? Yeah, so yep, the yep. fact that you know the fact that you approach it with that mindset is just like, look, you know that you're not you're not a know it all, but at the end of the day, you know what you have, you know what you gain, you know what you can gain from it. But at the same time, too, that hasn't stopped you from learning. Like you said, you were able to learn so much from your mom, even learn about yourself and learn what you had to do and how you had to approach things when dealing with somebody else, and not only mm-hmm. did that help you with her. But I'm sure it helped you with future clients, how to just adjust and adapt. Okay, well, I knew when I was working out with my mom that I had to be a certain way like this. So why don't I just, you know, start that way here and then build and see, you know, what's That's acceptable, right. not acceptable, things like that. So it's it's constantly just that evolving process. And I love I love to hear that for sure. So something that I want to talk about just because I feel like I don't really know too much about bodybuilding. So okay. what it like, okay, give me 
just the give me give me really just the like what is bodybuilding particularly and then can we just talk about even some maybe some misconceptions or just maybe some common myths about bodybuilders and what it is that y'all actually do sure okay so if i had to go off definition bodybuilding we is it a, it is a sport but people who bodybuild consider it to be an art because you're literally building your body to be beautiful right you're trying to understand your body you're trying to learn to grow your body it's about size it's about shape and it's about symmetry, okay? You have to know every muscle on your body because you have to develop that, right? The difference between a bodybuilder and let's just say an athlete, because people will see somebody like DK Metcalf and they're like, "Yo, he's huge. He's he's he could be bodybuilder. He would get he wouldn't even place in the top ten in a bodybuilding competition. Not because he's not in shape, not because he's not built, but because it's about how you display it and how much size separation and finish you have and detail you have so uh it's really about number one you have to be intelligent to be a bodybuilder because you need to know anatomy you need to know where your lats are you need to know your three heads of your delt you need to know where your triceps your biceps the parts of your pec how to work your lower pec how to work your upper pec right you have to know your body you have to be in tune with your body you have to know about the central nervous system right you have so you have to have a little bit of intellect to be a successful bodybuilder because it, that's what it requires. It requires to know the body, right? That's one. That's if I could give it a definition. Um, so the difference between so you have stuff like powerlifting where people just lift for to be strong. Bodybuilding is about being strong and looking good at the same time, right? It's about having a low body fat percentage. It's about knowing how to pose because you can have a wonderful body, but if you don't know how to pose and display it. It, it's it's just you're just a regular guy. You might as well be a a, a model on on in a in a magazine because bodybuilding is really about the posing. That's the that's the sport of it. That's where you get judged. That's where people will give you money because how well of a, how well you pose. So I would say that um, in terms of just what bodybuilding is. Now a misconception that I want to hit on is that every bodybuilder is not on steroids. There, uh, they people associate bodybuilding with steroids. You don't have to be on steroids to be a bodybuilder, right? Now there are bodybuilders who do it, plenty of them, but you have to realize that there are several different classifications. You have classic, the lowest uh, level, men's uh, or or um, men's physique. You have classic physique, and then you have men's open physique right that's when you're you know it's it's like a beach body you're very ripped abs you know you don't worry about your legs you wear those long board shorts those are people that wear those long board shorts who pose might be about 180 190 then you get into the classic physique that's the most popular division classic physique are those guys that wear the like compression shorts but they're they're, they're big but they're not unbelievably big like if you think if you can think of how Arnold Schwarzenegger looked in the 70s, uh, for people you can Google that. That's what a classic physique looks like. And then you have open bodybuilders, which is the top level guys. They get $500,000 for winning shows. That's the top level. Those guys who are you know 300 plus pounds and like 5% body fat. Those are the monsters. Those are people who are just unbelievable to see. So you have different categories, but most people associate bodybuilding with open competitors, top-level guys. Everybody doesn't do that. The sport has actually grown by opening up those other categories because not everybody wants to destroy their body with steroids. 
Now, everybody wants to do that. Some people can just genetically get bigger and be muscular with proper diet. So don't just associate bodybuilding with steroids because that's very ignorant. And don't think that protein, what I mean by steroids, not protein shakes, not creatine, not anything you can get in GNC. Steroids are something you inject in your ass, period. You Like a shot at the doctor. You can't, you have, you can get it. It's going to be illegal from the black market or you have to get it prescribed from a doctor. You know what I'm saying? So people don't know that. And I got to say it because people really ask me a lot. Do you, are you on steroids? What do you take? Da, 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 da. Some people serious, some people playing, but what it is, just people just can't really, un, don't understand hard work, you know, more so than anything else. Cause hard work and training will get you bigger than any drug will. Any drug will. So that's one big thing, misconception. People definitely think if you buy a bit, oh, you own something. You taking something. Nah, bro, I just bust my ass every day. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That, hey, that hard work pay off, man. I love that. I love that. And I definitely do. I had no idea from the categories to just, but now that you kind of say that, as you were talking about each one, I was just envisioning in my head and envisioning what I've seen. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you know my LB, Dre. He, that's what he's trying yeah. to do. So I see him a lot on the on the on IG trying to hit the you know the pose and everything. I be I'm like you said, bro. It's really like crazy just to watch it because like you said, it's considered like a sport. But to me, I'll be looking at it like, damn, like that's art. That's art. Like that's that's it's art. It's really art. How do you get your body? Like yeah, bro. I didn't. I see the veins and things that I got. I'm looking at people like yo. You could literally see like every muscle on that man. Yeah, yeah, man. Muscles I ain't even know we had that just be popping out of folks sometimes, or just like and, well, like, and you know, like like I said, Dre, he from Bertie, like me, so me and him know each other. So you know, I've seen him as well. I I know where he was, and I've seen where he got. And any and you can talk to him, and he'll probably verify what I'm saying. Is it's differences, right? Because just because you train, because a lot of people hit me where well, I played football in college. I'm like, bro, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to work out. I know you don't know how to work out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I asked dude, I'm like, how do you think you got to work your back, man? What you do for your back? People be like, uh, well, I don't know. You know, I don't even. So you got to kind of, not even just knowing your body, you got to know how to exercise properly, how to do the the, the, the lifts in a proper way. Because, I mean, if you just, you think you're doing something, but if you don't have a mind focus, mind muscle connection is what we call it. Being able to focus on that squeeze, being able to feel everything, you're not going to get the most out of it. So it's 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 uh you practice you you get experience by application. You so somebody will say, hey, you need to try this technique, and you'll try it. If you can't feel it, you can't feel it. But you got to find the workouts or the method of working out that makes your body respond the best. And that's what bodybuilders have done. They found the formula that makes their body be the best it can be. Some guys can do bench press. Some guys use only dumbbell. It just depends on how your body responds and learning your own body. So, like, nothing that I like, people can give you a general rundown of how to do it, but until you go and apply it yourself, you're not going to get those serious results, man. And, um, like I said, he's another one. He's another one that, um, he, I, it's a different because sometimes me and him will talk like we'll 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 you know send a text or I might comment on something he posts he might comment on some my posts because it's like we recognize okay bro you really doing it the right way you know what I'm saying you doing it the way it's supposed to be done so um it's, it's it is amazing though but I definitely would consider it an art over a sport you know me personally mm-hmm. I, I take it as an art 
looking like a Greek statue. You know what I mean? Those old Greek statues, man. That's what they did. They was like, that's how you want to look. That's how you want to pose, you know? So. Crazy. Just in thinking about, yeah, a lot of what I've seen from the competitions to some of the stuff that he drops on us to some of the stuff that he sends, it's it's amazing to see things like that. Like I said, some of them things look like they, they look fictitious, how, you know, artistic, how still, how just, you mm-hmm. know, affecting the light hitting you a certain way. Yeah, it's crazy. But as you were talking about each level, I'm just like, okay, I can see that. I can see that. But another something that you brought up, too, that kind of just makes me appreciate what y'all do just that much more and appreciate the authenticity behind it is just how you know you take the easy right out. Like you say, you can go get the shot. You can go get the prescription. Go to the black market. Go do whatever you got to do for that moment and different things like that. But it's another thing when you know you really dedicate yourself to a craft and you really wake up every day and say, yo, I'm going to do whatever it takes to put this work in. I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes for however long it takes to put this work in. I'm, I'm all organic, no gimmick. I talk about that a lot. Just, you know, having the pride, having that sense of, you know, it's a better sense of accomplishment when you know you really got it out the mud, when you know you really got it from the muscle, from the ground up, rather than, you know, just taking that easy way out or making that shortcut just for that temporary, you know, that fix or that temporary feel or that temporary mm-hmm. code. And authenticity will reign supreme over everything, bro. It's really just about, you know, what you really did. So the fact that, you know, y'all really, y'all see the people who taking the easy way out. Y'all see the people who are not going about it the best of ways. And you still stick on that track. You still stay strong through it all. I take my hat off to y'all, man. I take my hat off to everybody just in that field and just everybody that's that's really doing what y'all doing. So something that you spoke of was getting the most out of things, was was really just, you know, taking advantage of everything that comes your way when it's when it's time to even propel that onto others. So what is something that now as a as a business owner, as somebody just in this field, as somebody, you know, working towards a common goal, working towards a craft? What is something, what hopes do you have for Five New Fitness? What do you really want not only you to get out of this? What do you want people to get out of this? What are, what are you know, looking down the line, looking long term, when we look back maybe a couple of years from now and see where you are right now, look at even this interview, for instance, where do you see Five New Fitness at? Well, I'm looking to, per, on a personal note, um, I have to um, compete in next year. This, next year will be my first time doing a show about maybe, I think I'm aiming for April of next year. And uh, I kind of one thing that I kind of I, I kind of want to be able to stand on something. I believe in being qualified and verified before you can really promote certain stuff, right? So I kind of want to be want to go through my first show and I kind of document what I'm going through right now, so that you know I can kind of display that when that time comes. Because I think that to be a bodybuilder, you have to not only train but you have to compete as well. So I have the training, I have the eating down pat, but I just never competed. So um, I'm with the team. I'm, I'm on, it's a fitness team. Uh, it's called Team Legacy out of Kinston. And um, that's the that's my coach who I have. Um, I just got a coach this year um, because you kind of, it's like anything else. You got to network, you got to know people to kind of get certain in certain doors. So, you know, they've kind of, and then they'll just add on expertise, man. I mean. You can only get so much for yourself, and that's a part of not being humble, like learning you, know, you can learn from someone else. So uh, after this competition season next year, um, I'm looking to actually get into a lot more of hands-on training. Uh, I've been kind of focusing the last year, uh, six months to a year on myself, uh, especially after quarantine, kind of getting everything back because uh, COVID hit me hard, not being able to get into the gym like that. So I had to kind of you know, get myself back where I was. I had to refocus. And once our competition season is over, I'm going to definitely get into more hands-on training with uh, individual people because that way they'll be able to see, okay, he's actually went out and done it and he knows what it takes to win, lose, 
or get kicked out. You know what I mean? He'll, they'll say, hey, he has a, a, a knowledge base or experience in this particular part, too. So uh, I'm just trying to add on to my tool belt, man, because it's new for me. I've only been doing this for about, I've been training for five years, but I've only been, I say I've been bodybuilding for three. Because at first I was just going in there, just throwing stuff or whatever. But I've only been really at it all together since maybe 2017 of every like When I say, you know what, I'm going to start lifting. You know what I mean? To now. So I'm kind of just kind of learning every day. I go The gym I go to, I, I talk to a lot of the guys that compete in there. I just try to learn, soak up wisdom. And it's so much to learn. You know what I mean? It's so much to learn. So kind of just wanting to focus on the shows and then then actually having a display of that, what it took to get there. That's probably the next big thing to expect from, from my page. I think there was such an underlying message in there. and You probably don't even realize that you just put it out there. But for the people who are listening, for the people who are going to see this, the message that I just got from that was, OK, so and stop me if I say anything wrong. here. So you said that you were basically you've been you've been lifting for five, training for three. You said this your first official like you're about to really go into it. The first official like competition type thing that you're looking mm-hmm. at next year. OK, so in five years time, in three years of work for training. This is his first competition that he's about to go into. But what did he say that he was still doing? Still going to the gym, still learning from people, still asking people, still soaking up. It's just like, yo, it doesn't matter at what point you are in your journey, how long you've been doing it, where you are. There's always room for growth. There's always room for knowledge base. There's always, you look at athletes, you look at some of the people who are the best at what they're doing. And they will always tell you that from the Nipsey's to the Jay-Z's to the to the Drakes, whoever you want to talk to, whatever field you want to go to, from the Chef Ramsey's, from, from all of that. People are, you're still always room and opportunity to learn from somebody, from somewhere, from something. The minute you think that just because, you know, you've been doing something long, longevity doesn't dictate experience. Longevity doesn't dictate, as we spoke about, knowledge base and just having that, you know, doing it the right way, getting it really out the mud. No, a man say he's been doing this five years, lifting, three years specifically training. He say he's still going to the gym, but he's not, not only is that showing you his character is showing you the humbleness behind it. Some people get five years in, some people get three years in. They want people to come to them for the knowledge. They want people, oh, why you not? Why or or they want to insert their knowledge and just insert their different things like that into into certain things. You ever notice how mm-hmm. some people try to become an expert on things when they, mm-hmm. become, when they feel like they've hit a certain peak or pinnacle within it? No, man, it's always room to learn. It's always room to learn and grow, man. And the fact that you know, my man has his own. My man has branded himself. My man has his own thing that he does. My man debunks myths. My man debunks the stereotype. My man becomes relatable and personable with everybody who he deals with. But the fact that even with all that said, with all that on the table, you're still learning. You're still asking questions. You're still not afraid to make yourself uncomfortable, you know, and not afraid to admit that you don't know things. That's just, bro, that's that's a gem to me. That's just like, yo, it's there's no timetable to this for me. It's just like, yo, you could, no matter how, I'm, I'm about to be doing this for two years in a couple of weeks. And there's no, it's no timetable to this. I tell people have told me, you know, that they love the episodes. People have given me things that I can work on. But at the end of the day, it doesn't, you know, it, it, I can have a thousand episodes, man. I could be doing this for 10 years straight. It does. It, I'm always still learn. I'm always still wake up and give my all. I'm always still recognizing the step, the constructive criticism and the feedback because in 10 years time and in two years time, I've gained, you know, such a different audience. I've gained over almost 900 followers. Now. So that's just different perspectives. That's just different people. I, I, I read my ratings and my, reviews people ask me all the time yo some people felt like i was going to take it personal some people have literally texted me and said yo can i um you mind if i offer a critique 
I'm like, please, like, I'm tired of people telling me you right. know that they love the episode, that it was good. Like, no, I'm not tired of that. I love to hear that. But at the same time, when somebody, some real, me, though. somebody give me something that I could work on, somebody give me something that I need to do. And some people, you know, even say it like with a grain of salt or just real soft. And I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I needed that. Like, I know that I'm not perfect. I need things to work on. I know that myself, what I, how I pick up, I listen to my episode times when I'm editing. And when I'm going back and just listening, I'm just like, damn, like, why did I do that? Or why did I do that? Or why did I think of that? So the fact that I'm doing that, if somebody, I know other people are doing it. I know other people are listening for certain things and things like that. But the fact that you know, bro, you have been in this space for such a long time and you still make yourself readily available. You still keep your ears open. You still keep your eyes peeled. It's amazing, dog. I, I love, I, I just love every bit of that, bro. That's, that's I appreciate cool. that, man. But it's just like, you know, you got to know, you got to have, you got to know what you're doing and what you're stepping into. And so it's like, you know, you learn that over just talking to different people. You So I'll, I'll go up to guys in the gym that I've seen, and I'm like, okay, I know you compete. What do you, And they're like, man, I've been doing this for 12 years, 15 years, da 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 And, you know, it takes time, man, because especially if you want to have a meaningful growth. Because, yeah, you could go, and like, like we talked about earlier, you could get some steroids, and in a couple years, you'll be great. But it's like, how long will you have that, right? How long, what will be the effects of that? What's going to be the effects when you're off the steroids and your testosterone levels are going up and down and you have a raised estrogen levels and you're getting, man, but it's not worth it for that instant gratification. A lot of times people want to give you instant gratification. So almost to me, it's like if I see a dude that's too big and he's too young, I don't want to talk to you because you're going to tell me how to cheat. You're not going to tell me how to really compete. You know what I mean? So I look, I look for older guys. If you from the eighties, nineties, you know what I mean, even early two thousands, because I know you've done it natural, and I, you might have done, you know, a little enhanced. That's fine. I'm not mad at you, but I need to have somebody who's got tenure. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, I, knowing that I don't want to hear nobody that's, you know, five years in, two years in, that's like, you know, I know I need to get my time to get my wisdom right. Because you got to, like I said, you got to listen, look, observe, learn before you can speak and act. You got to do that, right? And that's why your understanding can't be seen, right? You just got to just follow simple orders of nature. Listen, look, observe, apply that apply that knowledge that you just got, and then the understanding will be seen by everyone. You know what I mean? And if you don't do that, the misunderstanding will be seen because you'll look like shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of people that I know that have been working out been working out since I was in high school and I look way better than them. People have been working out way longer than me, but they, I'm way ahead of them. How did that happen? How could I pass you in really three years? How could I pass you like that? Because you're not a, you're not trying to learn about it. You're just going there and ego, I'm going to bench. I can, I can bench three poop, poop, two plates, bro. Like, all right, but I mean, you look, you look terrible though at the same time. I mean, you know, so it's got to, you got to, you got to just find your balance, man. You can't be too high. can't be too low in this thing. You just find your – you got to just adapt like we were talking about. So, Yeah, man. You done, you done hit it. You done hit the nail on multiple heads, man. I, I, I love every bit of that. And I'm definitely just, you know, excited to see moving forward. My dog Zay just hopped on here, too. He just opened up. I brought him on for one of my episodes. Um, He got ground to go home. Um, he's not in the body. He's not bodybuilding, but he just opened up a gym in Atlanta. So you know, to okay. get him on my podcast, he was one of my first ten episodes, and to really, you know, talk to him and just see his mindset and see how he was thinking about things and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Really, now to see everything manifested and just how hard he's been working, it's just amazing, bro. But it just goes to show, you know, when you really take the time out, when you really put the work in, like you, like you said, when you really dedicate this 
year after year after year after year, bro. It's nothing but up for you, man. And I'm definitely excited just that obviously I'm tapping into the journey at this stage of my life. But now that I know all of this, now that I was able to even backtrack through what you shared with us, just being transparent and all of that, I'm excited for the future, man. I'm excited to document yeah, man. along with I gotta see one of my before and after joints, man. No, I'll you see that. So, cause that, that make it that'll that'll make it real for folk right there. Um I'll see one of them joints, man. Cause um, that be the one that get them, man. Every time and I show them that before, they be like, "Yo, nah, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, that was that was, that was me." Yeah, I love that, bro. So before we um before we close things out, before we give the people, you know, your social media and everything like that, do you feel like there's anything we haven't talked about today? You feel like there's anything that people need to know about you, about finding fitness, about moving forward, about you know any just anything, bro? Anything that you want to touch on or lead the people with? I think one thing that I want to get out is a message, just just for overall fitness, because you don't always have to get a trainer, right? But what what's gonna keep people? But I truly believe what to keep people grounded in being physically healthy is healing your mind first, right? Heal your mind first. Wake yourself up from you know mental death. You have to have some form of consciousness, and particularly when I'm speaking to black people, get some knowledge of yourself. Because once you educate yourself to see how we ate, how we lived, what our life was prior to this, you know, fiasco, these trials and tribulations we've gone through in America, it'll open your eyes more and make you want to be and live better. So one thing that I read, and I'm not saying everybody has to read this, but um, I read a book called How to Eat to Live by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And that was one of the best books I ever read because he spoke about the evils of food, right? And also how to preserve yourself for living. Now, as a bodybuilder, I don't follow that that particular uh, style of diet right now. But the concepts of what foods to eat, what foods not to eat, that's the main thing, what foods not to eat, that always stays in my mind. So even if I wasn't lifting, diet would be important to me because certain things I just don't eat. You know what I mean? Just, Just learn how to trying to eliminate the Western diet, the Western civilization diet. That's one of the biggest things to help cure you. I'm not a Dr. Sebi person. I don't particularly agree with everything he say, but I think it is something to say when you can find consciousness because if you can heal the mind, you can heal the body. So I think if you attack up here, you'll want to work it and you'll find discipline. Me, be, me being conscious, I, I knew how to do, I had to, number one, get the knowledge. I knew I had to do that first because I'm a 5%. We believe in doing the knowledge first. That's the foundation of life, knowledge, right? So I had to learn about bodybuilding, learn about my muscles, learn about exercising. And then I could go apply that. And then it was everything took off from there and, it, and it's turned into what it is. So I'm, I'm pretty much a living proof, the true and living proof of if you do things in a proper order, you'll get the benefits of that. You'll receive a sweet fruit on your tree if you plant the right seed. You know what I'm saying? You got to plant the right seed first. Talk that talk, man. Love that. I'm just, yeah, man, you you inspired me today. I'm going to definitely, I'm, I'm going to look into that too, that book and everything, because I've definitely even heard some of his um some of his speeches and just different things like that. And yeah, Oh, yeah, bro. I, on another was, note, we, I can get, we can get into that. I'll send you some stuff, bro, for sure. Yeah. He was definitely knowledgeable beyond his years, for sure. My uh, my pops got me into um, listening to a lot of his stuff and just what he really had to say and just, just gives you a different outlook on life, bro. Oh, so, for sure, 100%. I approach things for sure. So I love that, man. So for all my people tapping and listening, I definitely do encourage on some shape or form tapping with mine, even if it's outside, you know, of just the whole bodybuilding thing or just anything like that. He just definitely got some gems and definitely, you know, got some knowledge that he can definitely spread to you, bro. So 
for the people, you know, looking to follow the journey, looking to even learn more about five new fitness, you may have even sparked some interest, you know, with bodybuilding and just wanting people to learn more, maybe being able to obviously, because he that's what he does, but obviously he has other connects. He meets a lot of different people. He knows a lot of different people. He's active in the gym just the same. So for the people out there, you know, just looking to tap in with you in any shape, form or fashion, can you just give us, you know, your social media and just the best ways to get in contact with you? Best ways to get in contact with me is to follow me on Instagram, the, my fitness page, Five New Fitness, P H I N U Fitness, Five New Fitness, and that's the best way that, that you know whether you want to set up a consultation, whether you want to talk about training, or you just want to just talk about the sport or training itself, you can definitely do that with me there, um, and that'd be the best place, man. Scroll my page; I have plenty of workouts. I have plenty of different information just for the public to look at. So uh, Final Fitness on Instagram and Final Fitness on Facebook as well. Right now, y'all heard it. Y'all got it. I hope y'all learned something today. I sure did. I uh, I wasn't taking notes on my pen and my pad, but best believe when I run this back, I'm going to definitely be in there like I'm going to be hitting Dre up now. Like, yo, you know, this, you know that? I read that. Hey, bro, you, you on that? You read yes, that sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. looking like, you know, because I, I know Dre's still eating McDonald's, so we're going to have to get, we're going to have to get Oh, ready. nah, don't tell me that. <laughs> we're going to get, we're gonna have to get right, we're going to have to get right with him, man. Maybe not. I, I know, I know one of my, I know Zay's still doing it. Dre might have cut it back, but I seen him the other day there, so I don't know, man. We're going to have to, but I ain't going to do him dirty like that mm-hmm. on the interview. But I'm no, doing bro, dirty, bro. man. Let him live. Like I said, he said that. <laughs> For sure. But no, bro, like I said, from the time you followed me to just now, to just eat, me even reaching out to you more recently, just in this week, and just wanting to be a part of it and just how, you know, on go and how ready you were, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate, you know, for people like you who continue to bring my vision to life, bro. It's people like you who propel me, who motivate me, who, who give me new knowledge. Like I said, this is not my field of expertise at all, but I, I love learning. I love soaking things up. I love being, you know, a sponge. I love having things to recollect. I love, because, you know, this could be a conversation for me later down the line. This could be something that now when I'm starting to watch these things on TV or meet other bodybuilders, I have something to talk about. I have, you know, and I'm not speaking from ignorance. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking from the steroid conversation or things like that. I'm speaking about the classes and the different physique, what we're doing and what's the weight and this book exactly and stuff like that and now tapping people in with you so i appreciate you for that but most importantly bro i'm wishing you luck i'm wishing you luck not only with the five new fitness journey but i'm wishing you luck with the competition journey um, i'm definitely supporting you wholeheartedly along the way bro and anything obviously that i can do um to help you to propel you definitely want to you know bro i'm always here for that so and obviously appreciate you, followers, man, always and i think it goes without saying to everybody who joined tonight everybody who's going to listen to this to see this i can't say it enough but i appreciate y'all always love the support you know it keeps me going and keeps me motivated because like ryan said we we got the confidence we hear and everything like that but it's people like y'all who really just make it that much more special so i love y'all man i appreciate all the support we're gonna keep rocking and rolling so man this has been another episode of the down to business podcast here with tomorrow turner